Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, it's Thursday. One more day to the weekend. One more day to the Basilica Block Party. We all know Lori's going to be hanging out down there. We've got Lori's theories coming up. And a little Jennifer and Ben, or Jennifer, Benifer, J-Lo, Benifer, whatever. We've got some Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez news for you. Thank you. Thank you, Ari. Right. We finally get to talk to the story. I've been okay. dying <laughs> to talk about all day long, uh, all day long. All day long, if you're near a computer, you're going to want to go and look at these these photos. Um, okay, remember at the very start of Benefer 2.0 in the spring, Julia, I said mm-hmm. over and over, let them please at least last to the Met Gala if this is only going to be a summer fling. But um, we didn't know about that Ben Affleck was going to be going to Venice for the Ridley Scott movie, which he um, and Matt Damon and... Um, uh, Jody Comer, right. The Last Duel. Right. He didn't know that it was going to premiere. We didn't know it was going to premiere at the Venice Film Festival. Right. That film festival isn't over. It's not done giving us fashion. It saved the best for the last weekend because who waters uh, up to their fancy hotel in a beautiful water taxi for two, looking like the cats that ate the canaries, Julia. But Ben and Jen. Ben and Jen. <laughs> so not only, and the Met Gala is, is, is Monday. Monday. So they I don't, could hypothetically fly back, but I don't think they will. I think the Met Gala has stooped. Well, maybe. I mean, here's the thing. She's never been to the Venice Film Festival, and she's been to the Met Gala like, Ten, time, yeah. ten years ago, she was there with Mark Anthony. Uh, two years ago, she was there with, uh, what's his face? Yeah. Potato Head. Yeah. The year before with him, A-Rod. Yeah. So it's not a big deal. She has never, ever, ever been to the Venice right. Film Festival. And that is supposedly like that red carpet you can see from the pictures like that and con i mean because the water is there i mean it's just it's it's so dramatic it calls for drama so she gets out of the taxi you look at it she's wearing white bridal lace she has okay a beautiful beautiful dress beautiful dress with the pussycat bow uh thing bridal veil white okay ben Looks in like black linen plant, pants and a beautiful black pullover. And he's got, I've got the same tennies. Yeah. He's wearing a pair of shoes I could never High wear, heels. but I love them. And they're clear plastic. They look painful as hell, but carrying a little bag, black and white sunglasses. They just couldn't look more glamorous upon arrival. I mean, they don't look as glamorous as, say, George Clooney and Amal when they pulled up 
and their water taxi when they I love were, the pictures. But you know, I mean, yeah, remember yeah, how yeah, glamorous yeah, yeah. that you yeah. know they look, just the two of them. Because Ben they've just come from the airport. Right. You know. Ben has some um, some great shades. They're hot together. They're Lori. very That's hot just... together, and I love those water taxis. And they're you know they look like wooden Chris Craft. Yeah, and boats. Just boats. look they're, at they're she's beautiful. got the little double skinny belt on. Do you notice that? Do you remember those from the nineties? I do. Those remember double the skinny belts. belts. She's got one of those on. It's probably some fancy designer. But what I'm saying, Julia, that I can hardly contain my excitement I, for. Lori said, I just want you to know this, Graham, before we even came back from the break, I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> what we get to talk yeah. about after five. Both. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh. I, I could tell based on our grid, it's in big, bold, big, bold letters. Oh, yeah. capital oh, yeah. letters. I can't wait. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I mean, he just, she's got a diamond bracelet on. Is it the one? How can you see that? that? He, I can't see he, that in the pictures. Oh, yeah. If you, you haven't looked at it, she's got the diamond bracelet on. Is it the one he gave her years ago oh, is it a recent fine. one i will also just say you know you're a fancy uh celebrity lady when you can wear a diamond bracelet with that much of a lace gown those snag they do snag okay they snag but jennifer don't care because you know whatever but i she's telling us a lot by signaling the bridal veil the the this dress okay and he treats her so lovely helping her i mean he's really he's a thrilled. gentleman he's thrilled oh, yeah. they're thrilled they're thrilled they're happy together i couldn't be happier to see them i love that she's wearing black and white sunglasses she has taken her assignment of a movie star arriving in venice what she wears on the red carpet i hope doesn't disappoint us i it's don't think it to. will but re- you know we should have known that J-Lo was done with A-Rod. Grant, maybe you can look at it. Um, Met Gala when J-Lo, I think it was the Met Gala, and she wore basically a swim cap with uh, silver beads yes. on it. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a dress. And we were just like... A swim cap with, with silver, silver beads. beads. I know. No, and he, I mean, like, that was a signal of how unhappy you're so funny that you Lori, are you are so because she's with a guy who looks like a a potato, potato. and she I told you that like a baked day potato one, day one they were not a good and fit. i don't know if that was 2017 but anyway 2018 I mean, it looks like oh, here did you see how wow you, yeah oh no you can't look bad but that is the one time when j-lo went I don't know. Like, it would be a good thing for another occasion, and I'm sure there was a theme. But to me, it said everything about that she wasn't happy with her guy because she's not, like, even trying. Yeah. No. And he's such a liar. It was probably a test. I'll see if he tells me if he thinks this looks hot. Do you remember what he wore that day? Pink, that I feel pink, like. pink, yeah, pink yeah. top. Maybe it was oh. the camp or robot, oh. but whatever. It doesn't matter. He looks matter. like he was just, they were so un... un yeah. yeah I, he, would, I would wear that beaded... Top though, I'd wear yeah. that beaded head. Yes, to something, but it just like to me, it just summed up like we were like, oh, what a disappointing. We're I we're not going to have that feeling when we see the red carpet for the last duel. And this is it's Adam Driver, Matt Damon, Jodie Comer. I don't know if Ridley Scott is there or not. For crying out loud, he's eighty four. Lori, you, you know you are hysterical right now. All right, so when these anyway, pictures come in, but tomorrow, he is growing more groomed and tanned by the I day. I would agree. He it's, 
He, he is. He's glowing more, up again. He's gl- Ben Affleck. Getting, he's, getting the glow He up. is not looking like a schlubby Club. guy smoking a cigarette with the Diet Coke. Yeah, with Anna Darmus yeah, and their dog. He looks good. I, yeah. will, I will admit this. He looks good. It's, it's different, and yet it's the same because it's they're grown up now. They're in, you know, he's not 50 yet, but, you know, he's like 48. Right. I mean, they're just like at, like, I'm just excited for their wedding now. Oh, gosh. <laughs> They're 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 just good looking. They're they're going to get married, Julia. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you happy about um, Jennifer Lawrence having a baby? Sure. Why what not? Is, this is the week of I, big celebrity uh, names uh, and gossips about baby. I mean, Olivia Munn's got a bun in the oven. Jennifer, well, they're all at that age. Jennifer Lawrence has got a bun in the oven. We don't know about Shailene Woodley, but it explains why she was wearing that terrible yellow sundress that was. <laughs> yes. We couldn't figure it out. It was like on the streets in New York because I think she must live in New York City with. She her. does live yeah. with him, and he has an art gallery. Okay, and I think they were introduced not maybe by Lena Dunham because he knows oh, really? Lena Dun- Dunham, and um, yeah, yeah, somehow, yeah, she's thirty-one, and they've been married two years. Yep. And I guess if you want to have kids, gay. he thinks he's the most wonderful Aww. human being, and you know she's from Kentucky, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's I wonder like, if we'll ever get like a story like about pregnancy farts on um, Fallon or what anything. Are you talking about? <laughs> well, she Jennifer Lawrence was always you know good, gave us good couch because she would like talk about. Yeah, I love eating Doritos. She had a very funny interview once with David Letterman. She's, She's always cute. Right, but yeah. I don't know if she now, if a publicist has gotten a hold of her and they've like tried to say, you can't be that girl anymore. you got to be more Did you see something. Drew Barrymore with Jimmy Kimmel last night? I'm afraid we're going to be seeing a lot of Drew Barrymore on all CBS. Uh, like oh. She's going to be on the CBS morning. There's, I don't want too much Drew. I'm with you. I don't want too mm-hmm. much Drew. I'm just going to say that. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan. Yeah, I'm looking, oh. at, I'm looking at this yellow sundress. You guys are 100 percent right. There is he, definitely a bun in the oven when she's wearing this dress. But we didn't know that. We were no. just like, we thought, is she filming a movie where she's wearing like bad fitting clothes? And we couldn't figure out why she would be in that. It didn't even occur to us that she was straining the seams of her dress yeah. because she was pregnant. It's like me wearing a dress shirt right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're funny, funny. Grant. If you're you, funny. If you go to an AMC movie theater, uh, you guys. Nicole Kidman's going to greet you. That's right. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back. back. And, you know, we got a welcome back when I went and saw The Quiet Place, Place. but it was John Krasinski. Yeah, that I was loved great. It. That it was I loved a good one. It was a yeah. heartfelt thank you for coming to see the movie. It wasn't. It was the first movie back. back. And yes, that was really that cool. That was good. Yeah. I think this is a good thing. Uh, you know, if, if Nicole says come back, we're going back, you guys. To the movie theater. And I saw respect in the movie theater, and I really like that. That I think you can stream. I think I think it is available for streaming. It just people weren't going to see it. Oh, yeah, that yellow dress was (laughs) horrible. Look at it. It's just (laughs) forgot about that. Yeah. Um anyway, okay, so here's uh oh, and also speaking of Matt Damon, I don't know if he's going to the Venice Film Festival, but just so you know, Julia, the last time that Ben was at the uh, Venice Film Festival. Was it was quite a while ago. It was for 2010. His Argo? the town. Oh, I love and that Blake movie. Lave- Lively, Lively was there, and she looked like a million bucks. She always does. Yeah, yeah but I so, love that movie. Yeah, that, that was, was a good, good movie. That was a good movie. So yeah, she's never been to the Venice Film Festival. He hasn't been in 11 years. So this is special. And Matt Damon, you know, he gave an interview. Um, 
still trying to get people to go see Stillwater's movie that no one really saw. I do want to see it, though. I do, too. I do, too. Yep. Um, but he said that he, he admitted he had a social, because he's trying to avoid, you know, everything. Anything. He steps into so many things, but he let it be known that he has a private Instagram account and that he had had it since 2013 and he followed uh, 74 people. He gave like 76 people. Okay. And um, and that he'd done 40 posts. He gave very specific information. So God bless the Gen Z uh, internet sleuths that are out there because <laughs> right. they busted his Finsta and his account is oh damn Matt. No picture. Okay, that's really funny. 40 posts, 76 followers, followers created in 2013. That's funny. And then, you know, it just says, so yeah, there you go. Oh, damn, Matt. That's a funny post. He gave too many explicit details. The year he created it, how many he followed, and and then um, what else did I say that he did? Anyway, yeah, so... And the year it was uh, out, so yeah, they've already found it. So he'll probably not that anyone can find it, but oh damn, Matt, that's cute. Yeah, I think it's totally cute. All right, listen, we'll be right back with uh, Holly and the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Good afternoon. Happy Friday Eve. Oh yeah, it is. Third <laughs> yay. Third yay. Thursday. All right. Adina Menzel. She is admitting. That her nickname Adele Dazim was actually the greatest thing that ever happened to her. Really? I believe she got so much publicity. I, I feel like her face looked like she was pissed. At the moment, yes, Lori. Okay. When that happened at the 2014 Oscars, that was when John Travolta was on stage introducing Adita Menzel, and I believe that she was performing Let It Go on the Oscar stage. Mm -hmm. Her big moment. Now, Adita Menzel, a Broadway star, you know, she has been in Oscars. She had been doing things, but this was like she's on a global stage performing one of the biggest hits of the year. John's got a new fresh pressed wiglet on that he had styled for <laughs> yes, that he night. Did. And it looked great, that wiglet. It really did. That was actually one of his better pressed wiglets. Yes. And so then he introduces Adina Menzel as Adele, the wickedly talented. Yes, he did. Adele Dazim. Oh, we loved it. Oh, my God. We were going crazy on Twitter. Oh, it, well, the world went crazy. The world went crazy. Because right? I, mean, I backed it up. Everyone reversed it. Was it was so fun. You were like, what? Because we had it taped. And mm-hmm. we're like, what did he just say? The wickedly talented Adele Dazim. But either way, he said Adele Dazim. It was so dramatic. So, like, he couldn't read. <laughs> it was great. He didn't have his contacts in or something. He couldn't read her name. Yeah. And so, Adina Menzel was mad yeah. when it happened. Mm-hmm. But now, reflecting, she's had some time. That was seven years ago. She's doing a little carpool karaoke to do some press for the Cinderella movie oh, that she's starring I, in. I love that movie. Yeah. You loved Cinderella. Did you watch it? No. Oh, I'm going to, though. It's so... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cute. Oh, really? Oh, it's so cute. Because of the modern musical mashup so and much the fun. girl boss story. I loved it. So you loved it. I did. Julia did, and I've heard it from other people. They really loved it, too. Fantastic. Now, Julia, did you like the soundtrack? Did you like the Camila yes. Cabello song? Yes. Fabulous. I loved all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, fabulous. Well, they're doing press, doing a little carpool karaoke, and that's where Adina Menzel is like, you know what? I, I, this is probably the best thing that ever happened to me. The greatest thing that ever happened to me. Yeah, because I still have to pause. When I say Adina Menzel, yeah. to make sure that I don't yeah, yeah, say yeah. Adele Dazeem. But, you know, he said, she said that John has written so many nice apologetic emails, sent flowers. He right. was so kind to make up for it. Uh, he would fly wherever at this point. And uh, Adina says, I would just say, no worries, because it's the best thing that ever yeah. happened. Yeah, to oh. I totally believe that. It was one I of the best this. cringeworthy, funniest things ever. Oh, yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. So. That's all. Uh, and, you know, John Travolta is always quite funny when he, I mean, he talks about it. And I mean, he was, he handled it so really well. well. And it was just like, you know, when you, you make up a new name, yeah, Julia. I do. Today I made up a new one. Yo, Yo no. Because no. today, no. 50 years ago today, Imagine, the album uh-huh. came out and Yoko did the cover art, but I called her Yo, no. We love that one. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? Not to be confused with Fro-Yo. Yeah. No, Right. <laughs> Exactly. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, let's get awkward with Jennifer Aniston. Oh, thank oh, you for posting this. Thank you for posting this because mm-hmm. I had to watch the whole thing. Oh, my gosh. So this is an interview that Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon did on British television uh, to promote the morning show season two. So they were talking with what they call over in the UK a British breakfast show. They were talking to the one show. So it'd be like a GMA. Yes, of course. Uh-huh. Right? And Jennifer Aniston Really just couldn't be bothered doing press for this. You know what? Even she's <laughs> terrible at press. We, unless she is sitting this. down with yeah. like Ellen or Jimmy Kimmel, someone she knows. She is a very, she is a, uh, an actor who is awkward with the press. Mm-hmm. And she always has been. She talks with her hands. She kind of has a bitchy resting interest. Like I'm interested in the question, but she's really not. She's not perky. She isn't. Like, like you, or you are, Julia. Like you would sit. Like I would be more like Jennifer you Aniston. Would. Like on that situation, Julia would be Reese. She can't hide her her feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Either can you. You I are know. so right about that, Laurie. It's true. Oh uh, yeah. So Jennifer Aniston was asked about what it was like reinterpreting a morning show, acting in that, and she talked about it as being that it was a slow burn. She called working on a morning show a very vampire state of life. And she said, and mine that you guys live in, everybody comes alive in the middle of the night and it's a slow moving train, which you you could get what what Jennifer Aniston was pointing at. What a laborious way to say something. It was hard to follow. Here's the thing. Did you watch the morning show, Holly? I didn't. Okay, so one of the things, though, that really comes across on this great, great show and that they do make a big deal about, but Jennifer Aniston, yeah, is the time that morning show people get up, which is 3 a.m. Yeah. And they make a point of showing the alarm and just how tired and everybody's got a car. 
So, like, Reese had no problem answering this. Jennifer Aniston cannot answer a press question about a project she's in unless it's Ellen or Jimmy. She just can't do it. Maybe she can sit down with it. She's just a terrible interview. (laughs) Well, Brian, it's interesting because it's like, huh, you think that you would have been coached a little bit about the questions that these people were going to ask you. No, even when she was backstage in the media room, you know, and it's a refreshingly real thing about her. She doesn't try and make a pretense. She doesn't. About it, you know, and like she'd go like even a couple of people. She's like, I don't really know what you're asking me here. Right. So in that way, I mean, I do like that. Yeah. But thank you for posting it because I was just like, yeah, she doesn't like doing these interviews. And she's not good right Mm-mm. away from the first question. Yeah, it's it's really awkward. So if you want to watch Jennifer Aniston yeah. be awkward on British television, mm-hmm. go to the Lori and Julia show. Yeah, and Reese is just sunny and smiley she over really, on the other side. She really she's is. a natural. Yes, she's a natural at it. And yes. you either are or you aren't. It's probably like why, you know, I mean, because Jen for Aniston is acting the hell out of the morning show. She's really good in that she show. She's so good at it. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a rumor that Ariana Grande is planning to release a Christmas album. Oh, please. Paired with an NBC special. Well, apparently that's been debunked because oh. a rep for Ariana Grande says there are no plans for a Christmas album. Now, this gossip started to spread over on Dumois, the celebrity gossip mm. Instagram page. Some people were alluding to the fact that this was going to be happening in November, but her people are like, no, that's not happening. She has released two Christmas albums in the past in 2013 called Christmas Kisses. And then she released an album called Christmas and Chill. Mm. She has, she's darling. She, yeah, she's she so has good. Such a she's good in that voice. Don't Look Up, which you posted the trailer she today. Has such a good The voice. Meteor, the one that's got everybody in it. Meryl Streep is the president, Kate Blanchett, Jennifer Lawrence with tragic baby bangs. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence's wig. In that is that bad. Movie. It's really bad, but I think that's probably supposed to be a little intentional. Yes, On that's the obviously her part. character. She doesn't care about her hair. That's right. I mean, what a true giver. She is a giver because she's busy <laughs> trying to figure out how to save the earth and get someone to pay attention and asteroids coming down. Yeah. I couldn't tell like if, if this movie is going to be great or not. You know, this movie is made by Anna McKay, so it's uh, it, it's going to have some comedic elements to it. Okay. This is a guy who did um, the Dick Cheney movie. Vice. Vice. I hate it. With Christian Bale, did the big short. Loved. Okay, so that's Loved the, one, hated yeah. one. So that's the one tone. One and one. <laughs> All right, so kind of mixed reviews. Yeah, that's going to be on Netflix, luckily, so you'll be able to Well, the trailer's the intriguing, because Leonardo DiCaprio having the panic attack in the bathroom, looking like an MIT professor, complete with his, you know, his pocket protector. <laughs> And pens and right. highlighters. It's a little look. We're going to be able to see that December yeah. 10th. All right. Cool. All right. Thank that's you. the dirt. You're welcome. She has a theory. I was going to just say to you, you know, a week ago, we had our, um, you know, planet, uh, plants and, and animal talk with Larry Farr at the, at the with Get And we learned that how garlic grow. That's right, Julia. Just, I we, just cleaned my garlic <laughs> off today. today. Yeah. Yeah, the hard woody sticks. Well, yes. I wanted, you know, I'm always, always looking out. Here's the theory about me. I, you can be sure I will bring you the bee report on any good positive news for bumblebees. Oh, I like that. Okay, because I, I thank you. It is worth reminding everybody it is that bees, bumblebees produce over a third of our food. Yeah, yes. no mo may. 
A third. That's what does right. no mow May mean? Don't mow your yard in May in the spring to allow for the bees to do all their eating. And it, it's some people do it. They just don't mow the yards for the month of May. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, no I mow May. Either. Remind I us that. that. Yeah. That's Please, a wonderful Grant. bumblebee. Yeah. Because You're bees, full of information. I know. <laughs> bumblebees are being wiped out by climate change, yep. pesticides, diseases. And it. if we have a third less bees, that impacts growing crops. Right. Okay. Very much so. It has far-reaching, dire uh, consequences. consequences. And um, so anyway, so they're always figuring out, because apparently like strawberry growers, different people who grow different things that rely, be, they buy beehives. Right. Or bee boxes, whatever you call them, to put them in their fields to get pollinating going and right. everything. But bumblebees have one, one... Even though they're an amazing creature, they they have they have uh, they do not have good vision uh, oh. at long range. Okay, so they have to smell good flowers. So while like strawberries are growing before they get a flower, they're easily distracted, and then they go over to other wildflowers and they're not pollinating. Oh, funny! That. Okay, so, so that's so the bee. What they've what they've discovered. Uh, this was uh, in England, Greenwich University. This study was published in Current Biology is that bumblebees-fed caffeine were better at remembering the smell of a specific flower with nectar inside because um, this vital, you know, little bumblebee pollinator learns better, too, when nectar is laced with the pick-me-up. And when you give bees caffeine, they don't fly in loops, but they are more motivated and more efficient and going from flower to flower and they remember if there's caffeine, however they're caffeinating sure, these plants, sure, sure. they remember to come back because they can't see very well. Oh, so they just will keep coming right. back and they're going to be able to grow more of the plants faster. Da, da, da. So they're very, very, very happy the farmers are about so this development. About, yeah, yeah, that's a big one. So they just, they can remember and then they do more. They're better bumblebees. I love it. <laughs> Okay, so um, yeah, boy, you guys, bees and beetles are disappearing eight times faster than mammals, birds, or reptiles. The bees, you know, we've been worried about the bees for quite a while. I know we have. We were so happy when they started putting the beehives in in Minneapolis downtown on the buildings. Yeah, on the remember you know that? remember uh, you know Becca Kavaznik? Yes. yes, her they, her husband John on top of the bank he yeah. works that put a whole bee thing on yeah. top of their building and now they harvest it and they sell the one or the and the you know honey of course and, Angelina Jolie is a bee ambassador so I'm just saying I mean yeah. like the bees they're need big all deal. the positive they do they do help. so it improves their memory in bees okay all right now this I thought was a really interesting theory you know put to test you know how and I will say this sometimes, like to people, you know, that I really, I like, you know, let's try and look on the bright side of this. Like you're saying too many negative things right now. Oh. It's a thing that it's an easy habit to get into. But like sometimes, you know, you don't want to hear somebody like saying that. But what they wanted to do is, is they, this is the biggest, this is a huge global study okay. because we've had this whole length of time of the pandemic. We've Ugh. had like 18 months or however, 15, but sure. people have really been studying what has been going on. And this is something that anyone that's listening that's in therapy will 
no, it's called cognitive reappraisal or cognitive reframing. Okay. Um, but this was just published in Nature Human Behavior, and it's hundreds of research from 87 countries. And it all they asked in this was one question of people all over the world. Could they make people feel better about the pandemic if only for one moment in time by teaching them to reappraise how they think about it. Okay, so just readjusting your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So it's yes. So it, it if you a, just change. It is. It works because there's a link between our thoughts and our feelings. And so if you say to yourself out loud or in your mind, you know, this really, I'm at, you know, this stinks or I stink or I hate, you know, there's a link be how you do it because our feelings. So when we shift our thoughts, you can do a change and it doesn't have to be about, I mean, they call it refocusing. It is still to me called looking at the brighter side Absolutely. of things. And right. so, um, so let's say that you, you know, you were really like, you feel mostly like there's just so much staying home or your instant thought and you can just say, well, you know, maybe it wasn't that bad. I did get to watch a lot of fun TV shows or sure. I talked to my sisters more or yeah. whatever. Try and get yourself to do that. It's like reconstruing some of the history in your own mind okay. to make yourself feel better about it. And they do this, of course, in therapy because you have to do this like for people who've really... You know, trauma, tra- trauma and things like that, yeah. Or military, how to not keep reliving experiences, you know, that come with uh, post-traumatic stress. But this, it's the biggest uh, studies that they did, and people who have better well-being and feel um, a positive emotions about themselves, they use reappraisal more often. They try and refocus and mm-hmm. try and find one good thing about it. It does work. I believe it. So, yeah. Anyway, that's something. That Lord, no, it's that's a great that's one. Something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's just they haven't. We at least, if I can believe my journal, Julia, which I think I, I do can, believe that. Nature, I totally human believe that. behavior. They did say that it is the largest cognitive study about the whole theory of reappraisal, refocusing, looking on the bright side of life that's ever been done. Oh, wow. Because they, they had, had time. They Yeah. And everyone was on the same mission. And, and, all and these... everyone experienced the same thing. That's kind right. Of. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay, Julia, here's like another that. one. Uh-huh. That was a good one. Was that a good one? I liked it. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Here's the theory. Okay. Setting realistic exercise goals may be the best number one key to weight loss. Your own exercise goal. Right. That's the key. If people... Like, like they use steps for this, mm-hmm. that people are better at just motivating themselves. Like, uh, if they choose their own goal. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do yeah. two, you know, instead of like what, like a book or a thing, or you're following something that you'll follow your own exercise goals. If you make them yeah. right. And keep them a little simple. Don't overwhelm yourself. Right. That's right. right. Don't start with, you know, I'm going to walk or whatever no. or run yeah. or do whatever, you know. Focus be, on one thing. Move. Keep it simple and move on as you progress. Yeah, this appeared in the Journal of JAMA Cardiology, which I'm going to be honest, I think this was the first time I ever read I JAMA Cardiology. I never even heard of JAMA Cardiology. Well, Julia, you don't get all the journals that I, I do. I it's don't. almost <laughs> like catalogs at this I point. I don't. 
you know. Gosh, I mean, people still get catalogs though. If you order some, you can't believe how many online play. I wouldn't be surprised. I can't stand the online. You can't see color. I agree. I like. I like when we got the Evarique catalog. I was so happy to look at pictures. Yeah, I I want a catalog. I have a girlfriend who gave me some catalogs because she's always ordering. I love a catalog. Yeah, Yeah. and I was surprised at how many she had. Yeah, I get catalogs still for my auction websites for like the big for the yeah because I buy all that sports memorabilia and they know that people want to see better view, better pictures of it. So they make these really, really Really? nice hardcover. Nice. I mean, a lot of money is being spent on this stuff, so they want to make sure you get a good view of it. And I save them all as references yeah. now to go look back and see what things are worth and they're I love I love a good catalog I know well, I always joke when I go to Montana and the kids I go I brought a uh, bazaar and people uh these are called uh insta magazines, magazines. yeah <laughs> exactly you turn the page I know. <laughs> yeah you don't I swipe know. but it is kind I of like. fun to sit on I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain we have a podcast called Blinded by the Item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, a chair or something and look at I have always I loved love looking at the ads. Same. You know, with somebody like, oh, would you buy that dress? Or Which, would you if you could that? only have one thing on this page, yeah, what would you pick? I know you can scroll, but it's not quite the same as playing the magazine game. Sky Mall. Missed that one. That was a good one. I loved that on the airplane. That gave so many inventors ideas. That was so fun, the Sky Mall. Oh, yeah. Right. That was a good one. We missed Sky Mall. That's a theory we can take to the bank. If you remember it. Yes, exactly. That's been gone. I remember when that went out and we were sad. I I believe we reported on it. Yes, I'm sure we did. I loved the Sky Mall. Yes, I'm sure we did. (laughs) I'm sure we did. We've been around for a while. All right. Listen, we'll be right back. Yeah. So, Grand, of course, you won't know this, but I, I think it was the 2019. Okay. Do you remember a band that played at the Grandstand called Why Don't We? Yes, of course, because our niece from there, one of the kids is from Stillwater, and we hated the name of the group. Why don't we? Could we never remember, remember their why name. Don't our we? niece came yeah. from Montana, who has the same birthday as me, uh-huh. and, she, and so she got it as a birthday present, and she went to it and loved Love the grandstand. And they're a wildly popular boy band, and we we just made a joke because Julia and I could never remember the name of the band. Why don't we? It like, is like a like, it's, it's a tough one. It's a silly. We thought it was a silly name for a band, quite and we frankly. called it a million different names before we finally got it right. We finally got it right, right. and I think they were well reviewed and everything, yes. and they do have some good catchy songs. We'll listen to this. This, the um, the boy band, the American boy band, why don't we, alleged Thursday on Instagram that they were held hostages Whoa. in a band compound and subjected to verbal abuse and malnourishment by their production company and that they lived this way for years. Are you kidding me? No. The five singers allege verbal and financial abuse they petitioned the California Labor Commission last week to remove their co-manager and invalidate their contract with him. A fellow manager is suing the other manager um, because they won't do anything till this guy is removed. It is a long, long statement, and 
It um, sounds like what happened to, you know, Insane. Yeah, and with their manager. Yes. Yeah. Malnourishment. That's, they developed eating disorders. Stop, Lori. The, uh, as many of you are aware, the unfortunate truth of the mental, emotional, and financial abuse we have suffered as the hands of our production, production company has come to light. They considered keeping quiet and trying to address the situation behind the scenes. But we've matured, matured to the point where we now realize that suffering in silence oh my. is no longer an option. It is not healthy for either us or our fans. This is huge. This is Because normally this would have all been shut. They right. wouldn't have come this forward. This is huge. Wow. Um, without a doubt, sharing our truth makes us feel more vulnerable. Isn't that sad that that yep. does that? Yep. However, it is a step we are forced to take. To provide the world with access to the harsh behind the scenes that we endured as young teens were verbal abuse, malnourishment, and ultimate control were positioned as the price of our success. Wow. Were they, These kids are were all they a 22. boy band that was put together because of a competition, Lori, no, or something? No, not but they were just put together. Okay. You know, they had a manager, you know, and all of wow. that. They had two managers. And uh, we were 15 to 18 years old when Why Don't We started. We were young, impressionable, and trusting. The result of all of us being brought up in loving, supportive families. This is what also happens with people who get with an abusive person. Right. Mm-hmm. If you've never experienced that and you come from a loving, supportive... You don't know what's going you on. You don't even know what's going on. It is so crazy-making. Yeah. I mean, that's... He said... Um, so it left them vulnerable. They, Their managers were signature entertainment partners. Every aspect of their daily life, this is what you have to do, you know, to be a star. Oh, no. And, um, yeah, they snuck in food. They, We were verbally berated every day, alienated from our friends and families. And we had no support system. And we were made to believe that this is what every artist had to do to pay their dues. Oh. Lori, that's just sad. Yeah. This band sounds great. I just oh, listen. To, I just listen to one of their songs. You want to hear something real yeah, quick? Yeah, it's really it. fun, actually. They're really good, and we <gasps> like them. And they said, um, "Well, we, this makes me that this sad." This is now playing out on the public stage. Well, I'm you know maybe Britney inspired them too, uh, and a continued attempt to weaponize our love for music and our fans because they were told this will ruin your career. Right. You guys won't be a band anymore. He said, "We will no." The band said, "We will no longer be silenced," and we look forward to closing this traumatic chapter in our lives by turning the page to our truth. So good for them. See, this is what the, this young, younger, you know, this, whatever we call this young, the generation Generation, kids uh, are doing that. They're like, we're not going to be, we're not going to go along with what some older person of authority who tells us, no, you shouldn't be feeling this way. This is how it's got to be done and making you. Yeah. It's really powerful. Wow. They have 3.8 million followers on yeah. YouTube. That song alone, 76 million views. Yeah. They've got hit after hit after. There's some good stuff They're, here. I'm oh, just. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they just like, and they are really super, super skinny. And yeah, they are five. They're like, they want this guy out. Wow. And, um, you know, they're asking, they want this contract thrown out and they want everything just be to be done with them. And they are, whew. you're right. Every single one of these boys in they're this video good. are, they're very thin. There's yeah. not, they're like, they don't look like they're muscular or 
No, you know, no, they. You're no, right. they were wow. like. Oh, that makes me so sad. Yeah, I know it. I know, and I just wanted to tell you that because that's like been our, like our boy band that we learned about from a young, you know, girl yes. who was sixteen, and that's yes. the audience, and we got a kick out of it, and we kept getting the name wrong, and then we listened to the songs and we liked it. We totally did. I feel like John Broom really liked the what they like. They're talented. Oh These guys are gosh, talented. Lori. So, yeah, this is just kind of breaking. News and they did it, and you know that they were told uh, every which way, you know. But they fa- probably had their family support to be yeah, absolutely. Do this, but do this, but how scary to scary for sure. Ex- oh well, that is especially because this is who's managing. Because why don't we became successful? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Think about that. Then it goes even. You know, like if your band, if it wasn't going anywhere, no one would be paying any attention to you. So you just like. It'd be over, but they're in like a catch twenty two. So oh, that makes good for me, them. Yeah, I took a picture of the story and sent it to the girl. Did you? Okay, she's gonna probably if she has her phone in school, she's dropping her phone and doing everything. School's she, out, Lori. Okay, they're well, only an hour behind. All right, fine. Because like she'd be wanting, she wants to read this story. Yeah. I have to call oh, her after this show. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So thank you. Oh Lord! All right, anyway. everybody, have a great night, and we will be back, back for Friday. It's yeah. Friday, everybody. <laughs> Job done. Off you go.